2: Hello Manchester City fans, here is part two of Pep Guardiola's pre-Arsenal press conference. There's a really nice little anecdote here from a certain Arsenal player that you will be very, very familiar with. And no, I'm not talking about one that they signed from City. Take it away, Pep. Obviously, again, it's,
1: it's that stage of the season where your team is, is right in the mix for, for all these trophies the Premier League. But was there ever a point... During this season where you thought that maybe you wouldn't be here in a Premier League title race, that maybe Arsenal would run away with it and your team weren't playing well enough to, to get within touching distance at this stage of the season?
3: I, I repeat the same, I didn't have, a, we, we make a bad, bad season, or we make a, a drop a lot a lot of games, the problem is Arsenal was not unstoppable, so he didn't make 50 points in one leg, so when that's happened it's heads off, so, but I think we didn't, we didn't drop comparing much I had the feeling from the previous seasons but at the end we were consistent keep believing stay there game by game what do you have to do and at the end the situation is the situation So, but tomorrow at home when we feel comfortable with our people I know everyone will be there and we will we will feel them hopefully now football can can help to um uh, make them feel more and more, and, and we'll see, and after the players, will do the best. Hi Pep, I want to ask you about uh, Martin Odegaard uh, at Arsenal. Uh, I believe you had him training with you in 2014 at Bayern. Hmm. Um, what do you remember f- uh, from him at the time, and how do you judge his uh, his evolution the last, last nine years? We needed, and I remember perfectly, because he came with his father maybe two or three days training sessions. He needs five minutes to say, it, just play it, play good. player have fit but i think he make a tour all around europe he make a a training session for i don't know how many clubs and at the end decide and at the end you know arsenal was attractive for him and uh and he's exceptional player so any of his captain of his age in arsenal it's a short, short time being there because I think it's two seasons or two season and a half or something like that is because having a special personality. I'm pretty sure Mikel didn't give the uh, captaincy to him if he is not, has not the strength or uh, the ability to be captain.
2: Uh, hi Pep, uh, what can you say about uh, Martin Odegaard's season so far and how are you going to, to stop him?
3: So good so far, I would say. So good so far. Yeah, I played really good. He moved really good in the pockets, close to the box. He's not just a player to assist. Make it a winning game. (coughs) He has scored a lot of goals, assists. Yeah, played really good.
2: And there (coughs) are a lot of talking about all the records that uh, Erling have. How much are you talking talking together uh, about these records?
3: No one day. No, no, honestly, no one day. <laughs> so I know he's close. I don't know how many goals he has to score to break the record. But uh, I had the feeling he's happy when... It's just to see him how he celebrates the goals of his mates. So when I am the most I know, normally the strikers are just thinking about my goals, my goals. And he want to score goals. And he's happy. But if you see when Riyadh scored last day or other players, you see his joy and his happiness. So when You want to tell me how he's as a as a boy? is this example. So he's, he's happy when the team win, when, you know, he's, he can help. And then it's difficult to find a striker with these numbers. And normally we think, oh, just me, 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 and me. And he's a guy who's completely the opposite. It's what has surprised the most of since teams arrived.
4: Hi, Pep. Um Is Nathan Ake going to be available for no. tomorrow? Is there a, an update on his injury? I think you said on Friday that there's going to be a... Uh,
3: I think hopefully can can come back soon get some... Uh, get one soon but uh, for tomorrow it's not it's not ready
4: okay i mean do you think another real madrid game is a couple of weeks away but Uh, i don't know and how does that impact your team obviously he has a a very specific role in the team nathan where he starts at left back pushes inside when you have the ball i mean how difficult is that to find a replacement for him for the next couple of games
3: yeah but we'll find we'll find the right player to do it i don't have doubts about that we play with
1: Um, a couple of weeks ago, you said that you didn't think experience of having won the title before would be a factor in this title race. Arsenal's last three results would perhaps suggest otherwise. How how difficult, from your experience, both as a player and a manager, is it to win that first title to close it out?
3: Always, I had the feeling you said otherwise, and you suggest that I was wrong when I said maybe it's true. All I can say we can draw points in the next three games. All I can say. So now Arsenal drops three points, we can drop points tomorrow and the next against Fulham and the next against uh, Leeds or West Ham, I don't know, West Ham at home.
1: We can drop. But if you haven't won a title before, how hard is it as a player and a manager to do that, to get over the hurdle of winning a first league
3: title? First league title was 100 points, so it was not difficult.
1: No, I mean you as a manager. As a manager? As a manager. You we won, won in Barcelona uh, and Bayern Munich before. I'm talking about Mikel. Well, in, in Bayern Munich
3: we won in February and in Barcelona we won four games uh, in advance as well. It's so. easy, easy. If it's you, it's easy. <laughs> yeah, of course.
1: And can I just say, you, you, you call for the fans to make an incredible atmosphere tomorrow night and mm. turn up three hours before kick-off, are you concerned they won't be up for such a big game? Because surely they should be up for what's effectively essentially a title decider?
3: No, I'm pretty sure that... Where I, the rumours I have, a lot of people will, will come and will support us. So I don't have doubts about that. <coughs> so Premier League, I know in this country, in all the countries, especially this one, the Premier League is the Premier League. And, and it's many months. And play at home against the team have been the best team in the league. We can forget. We are five points behind them. That is the only reality. The people say, no, two games left in, in hand. We have to win it. I would prefer I played these two games in hand with six points. So you have to win it. So and nobody knows it's going to happen. So the reality is we're five points behind Arsenal. So the best team so far for the numbers, for many things, for the part of the season, fantastic football playing the season was there. And the important is that we're after our past in terms of titles, still we are there. And and always month ago I said hopefully we can have had the chance, you know, when Arsenal come at home, still we are there. And that is a reality. At the end, we could do it. And now we have to do another. Of course, after we have still seven more games to play, a lot of games, I would say. Well, it's not 50, 20 games still, but seven games is still a lot with, a, with, a, with a, of course, Champions League involved. But that is a position like it uh, was in November or December. I could not expect. And, and fortunately, we are here
4: you've won, you've won so many things in the game do, do you <coughs> still get nervous before a game yeah. like tomorrow night hmm. how nervous how do you manage how do you manage the nerves
3: no, I manage well, but this a good sign being a little bit nervous so the people like the society teenager, so all of them are psychologists for a mental health and because they don't accept be nervous as part of our lives, be anxious as part of our lives. Uh, be a scarce part of our life and nothing happened. We don't have to be perfect. We educate our kids, they have to be perfect for Instagram and TikToks and this kind of things. They have to be genius, you know? They see that, oh, how good they are. So when you are in that position and happy, then it's part of the life. It just, when I'm, it happened now, because I have, I would say, what they do, what do you have to do, so the uncertainty. Things that always before a football game it's happened, So uh, when I feel that feeling, so I know myself that it's normal. The problem would be if I didn't had I don't had that feeling. But in the same time, when after the game, whatever happened, good or bad or whatever, said, but well, it's part of the game and the next one. So and I like to leave this kind of, uh, you know, uh, adrenaline. I would say maybe it's the best word to define this, the adrenaline that you have in the. Indeed, but the sleepers sleep quite well, so in that term, it's not a problem. Thanks.
2: Hi, Pep. Um, a couple of players said after the Bayern game um, that they're more comfortable when you have to suffer now in matches and it doesn't all go to plan. Mm-hmm. Is that something you've seen from the team? And does that make you more confident going into a match like tomorrow?
3: Uh, I I hear these words from Bernardo and, and, and Parra can be agreed. So but I, 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 I try to plan the game to avoid that as much as possible. So I don't like to suffer when the opponent has chances, <laughs> and I try to minimise as much as possible. When I say, no, sometimes a pair of bones in 90 minutes, I control the ball. Yeah, this is where I'm working every single day to have 90 minutes control of the game. Score a lot of goals, concede few chances, but in the same time, in the past as well, I have been, you have to accept that sometimes it not happen because the opponent play, because always we just, ah, you l- you. L- you lose the game how bad you are and we cannot see what the opponent can do many 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 good things the difference is maybe because the defenders are proper defenders in terms they defend well and that helps us to be you know to be to be solid but tomorrow isn't going to happen this for the way they play and also after a few days after we won the semi of the champions league i had the same feeling than before doing the same and The both games, the four-one is fake. So it was not that distance of the both games to be four-one. And last season, you know, season it doesn't matter. Now that that sometimes you do it and and you lose. So that's why the experience gives me the time to analyze a little bit better. You know, not just for the results, how perform my team. And my team had the feeling the game against Bayern, both games, I don't know, will be enough, you know, to win tomorrow or in Champions League, you know, get get to the final. So I think I had the feeling we have to, in some departments, we have to improve.
1: Hey, Pat, you just said that it's um, it was normal for you to be nervous ahead of matches. I presume that applies to your players as well. And how do you how do you counter that? How do you kind of keep that under control? For- no,
3: but they have experience too. Everyone has to find his own, you know, meditation. <laughs> I don't know, to, to prepare himself what they need, you know, music or prepare before the game. But the team is ready. The team is ready to to the big battle tomorrow. I'm pretty sure how difficult it will be. Uh, suffer the bad moments and and try to, you know, to to try to, you know, to do it. So, because... Will be always. I had the feeling that always have, would have been so difficult to play against Arsenal in that, that stage. But after three games like these, points would be much, much more difficult. I would have preferred come here with better results than the fact that three last results that didn't win a game. So always have been difficult. With these results, would be much, much more difficult.
4: Pep, you you you've built up such a the team. You built up such an aura. Here now, um, not just with all that you've won, but the manner and the way you've often won it, you know, there's long winning streaks at this time of the season, holding off you know, brilliant Liverpool twice to win by a point, you know, the comebacks in Aston Villa. I mean, even before you came, you saw that with Under Mancini. Is it intimidating for opponents now, City at this at this at this stage of the season? Is it is it is there a big intimidation factor around Manchester City? Have you created a big intimidation factor for, for the opponents? Yeah,
3: you have to ask them.
4: I don't know. What's your gut feeling, though? I mean, like you when, I you, when you when you when you're chasing these sort of things, a
3: lot of people seem to get a
4: bit stage fright against
3: you. I don't know what the opponents think about our our uh, position. What I'm thinking, we have been humble enough be in the position again and again after many years and the only 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 thing you can do it is when you respect a lot i respect our star respect to transmit to the player respect to the opponents it doesn't matter which one is and it doesn't matter the competition we're play for. that is our big one of the biggest otherwise when you start when you win a lot that you start to believe something like really you are not you go down and i think always we were I would say, yeah, quite, quite a stable, yeah. uh, stable in, in in the terms.
4: So, and it's fair to say, then your team never get intimidated by this challenge.
3: They embrace it. No, I would it. say no. I would say no. Yeah. So the challenge is there. It's nice. So, uh, uh, the same times when I said, uh, your colleague for the fact that the situation. In the same time, what the pleasure again to be here? You know that. So what an honor to tomorrow, all UK are going to watching us. Maybe a lot of part of the world is going, the globe is going to watching us and our stadium. Uh, people support us unconditionally, whatever, whatever going to happen, because they know exactly what we have done the last years, even this season, every single day. The part, pff, wow, how nice it is, honestly. So... And that's why, So, because I said many times to the players, so don't be granted that. So we are here again, who knows next season who will be? And the experience of many important clubs in the Premier League, in the other leagues, it happened. So no for the fact that you say what you have done, you have to win it again and win it again. And next season will be started from zero, everyone. And you believe, no, because we are special, we have a special area where you say, because you are, the, um, you can you cannot be seat you know at the end of the season fighting for what we're fighting right now.
2: a really nice anecdote he told there about Martin Odegaard and the fact that he you know he may have wanted to sign him when he was at Bayern Munich before he joined Arsenal and some really really good stuff some really interesting t- discussions going on and if you want to read more about what Pep Guardiola said or read into anything check out the Manchester Evening News we're going to be down at the Etihad on Wednesday evening or tonight depending on when you listen to this podcast so any anything that's going on the team news the lineups atmosphere around the ground Check out the Manchester Evening News, our socials, our Man City Twitter, so on and so forth. We've got you covered and we will see you again for the Talking City podcast very soon.